Hey, Domestic Don, Josh Landers in the dungeon yet again, and I apologize <clears throat> for the voice. Uh, I don't know if you can hear it. It's gravelly, it's gristly, it's jizzy. Um, so I might be coughing, snotting. I got the plague, a double up of the plague. I had this, had this cold in Europe, in Munich, uh, which I'll get to in maybe in the, in the fourth edition of this podcast, of the Euro White Trash uh, 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 podcast. Did you guys know I got kicked off? My five listeners, I put, I put a bunch of pictures of my family and I uh, throughout Europe during the trip, and I put Euro trash trip, and they kicked me off for hate speech, uh, for uh, discretionary, uh, or indiscretionary, discretionary language or something, whatever the hell it is. Non-discretionary? I don't know. Uh, um, but they kicked me off. They didn't kick me off Instagram, but they, they took all the pictures off. So this, this is why I don't post a lot of pictures. This is why I post pitch, pictures of pigeons and shit. Uh, pigeons never get kicked off. All right, I can I can call a pigeon a Nazi. I can call it a fucking uh, a, a trans a Bud Light uh, spokesperson. It doesn't matter. I don't think they'll kick a pigeon off Instagram. <clears throat> but I still have the plague, or it came back. It came back like wildfire on uh, Sunday evening, I believe, of this week. And today is a uh, Wednesday. But on Sunday, I felt a little off, a little down, doing some dr- day drinking. Uh, uh, my brother left back to New Mexico, so I was just kind of just milling around, and then I just, at, at, in the evening, I'm like, oh, God, here it comes again. And what's good when it doubles up? I was thinking about that earlier. I was sitting in the sauna at the gym, finally the first day back today after the fucking plague hit me, uh, you know, took about three days off, four days off, whatever it was, and I'm just thinking, double up, there's nothing, double up is usually good, isn't it? You got like a, a, a double in baseball. You got a double decker bus, which I talked about, I think, last week in our London uh, version of this podcast. Uh, you got a, a double tap. What is that? I don't know. Is that, does that mean something? You got double D's. You got double D titties. And then I was thinking about like, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a natural in my life uh, a double D tits before. I, I, I'm trying to re- go back in my history and I'm not sure. You know, I never measured. Uh, you know, I definitely don't have a double D dick, uh, but you know, the, the motorboating thing, <clears throat> why do people like motorboating? <clears throat> you know, the, the, why do, is that fun? Does that do any sort of pleasure whatsoever? Uh, I think a friend of mine at one point t- told me like about like t- titty effing, you know, titty fucking. It's like, eh, it's, 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 eh. you know, there's other things that are better than that. Uh, so I, I get, I get it. You know, if you got double D's, motorboat, you know, have fun, whatever it might be. It might be a fun noise, like a kid farting in the bathtub, you know, rubber ducky kind of goes on a little bit of a shimmy of a wave. It's fun. I could see it. I could see it be entertaining. I wouldn't chastise. I wouldn't say no to it if I was uh, 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 given the chance, uh, the opportunity put in front of me to motorboat. Uh, But again, this double up plague is not good. All right, double trouble, double mint gum. That's quadruple tits, isn't it? When you get uh, quadrupled, I thought I just heard a door open. See, it sucks when you have your back to a, a door when you're trying to podcast in your, in your overly expensive kitchen. That is not worth it with pine, uh, uh, pine drawers and, and cupboardry. <clears throat> so anyways, uh, we're going get, to get into the pod here in a second. But yeah, like I said, it's back again. It's snotty. It's not that bad. I, c- I can function. It's a little swampy, uh, a little bit of a, a head in the clouds, head in the mist, whatever you want to say. Uh, dreamscape, dream. I just hope it doesn't catch on again to my to my family. Uh, like I said, I was put out in Munich, Germany for a couple of days, but I still I, I pressed on. 
right? I pressed, I pressed through it like I usually do with colds. I drank through it as much as I could those, those days. Those, those were the days that I, I kind of would say I went sober, but I went sort of European sober in, uh, during the days of sickness of the bubonic plague with my boobles on my balls, uh, which I haven't checked yet, but hopefully there's no rat or fleas or anything, bites that I can see uh, upon, my, upon my person. Um, all right, so I think I ended it. God, fucking, fucking too many cords. All right. Um, I think I ended last time at the Harry Potter, nine and three quarters, if memory serves. Uh, I was talking about you know how, how stupid it was that we had to go to so many thrift stores. There's something about rubber ducks, which I'll probably get back into uh, that rubber duck store debacle when we get to the Prague uh, uh, podcast, which might be next time, might be two weeks from now, might, might, might not be ever. I don't know. I don't have, any, I don't have, I have nothing. I have nothing written down outside of just the fucking European trip. You know, I, I talked about the depression and the, and the loneliness, uh, and I just read today, and I sent a couple of friends of mine uh, uh, the, the screenshot that loneliness now is, is the equivalent of smoking 12 cigarettes a day or some shit. You know, I'm going to die early. I'm definitely going to die early. Maybe it won't be from a, a diseased liver, a compensated liver. Maybe it will be from loneliness. So I'll have black tar on my lungs. Uh, uh, um, I'll have... Carolina, North Carolina Tar Heels, uh, whatever it might be. Is that the name of the uh, the mascot? The Tar Heels, Tar Baby. That, that's racist. We can't say that anymore. Um, but anyway, I got nothing. I got. I haven't done shit, right? So, uh, but you know, I want to. I want to say. I want to be a little bit of positivity here, right? I understand that going to Europe for three weeks and not breaking the bank and still getting paid for my jobs while I was there, and my wife was able to take a couple of weeks off, and my kids were able to get out of school. I know it's a luxury, all right? And I know five listeners, maybe one or two of you might be like, oh, this fucking prick. He's complaining. He's talking shit. He's being the typical Jew that he is of just complaining, complaining, complaining. The soup's too cold. You know, fucking gefilte fish. You know, like it looks like, like gefilte fish. Have you ever seen it? It's like in a milky, cloudy cum base of a, of a jar. Uh, it is disgusting. My dad used to eat gefilte fish. Yeah, you want some? And I'm like, no, dad, I don't want any fucking gefilte fish. It looks like your saggy balls in the fucking, in a bathtub that my, our mother, your mother, my, my mother, your wife uh, uh, drew for you uh, with some bath salts. Um, but anyways, uh, the, so I got nothing. So I'm just going to go back into the Paris trip. All right. Now, now we're in the, we're, we're in that segment. We're in that leg. All right. And what, what's funny about, well, not funny about me. This is the alcoholic side of me. Uh, so I can't, the pseudo alcoholic, actual alcoholic, full blown. I don't know, but I always have a stockade of beer. That's just what, how I travel. I make sure I buy more than I'll drink in a night because the next morning I know I'll have some just in case this sort of weird uh, uh, anxiety hangs over, uh, comes over, the anxiety, uh, maybe the, 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 the hair of the dog you need sometimes, honestly, when you're traveling or when you drink a little bit too much, when you imbibe a little bit too much the night before. The hair of the dog comes fucking mightily in handy. I know some people pop pills. There's somebody does, somebody, I can't drink, I can't get up without my coffee, I need my coffee. People are, those types of cunts. They're coffee shop cunts. So you don't think those people are fucking addicted? So why am I the bad guy when I have a, st- a stock of beer left out? And I, I'll put it in a backpack. I'll, I'll carry. I don't give a shit. You know, I'll, 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 I'll hump it around with me because I know I'm going to use it. And the beauty about Europe that this country has not caught on to, to yet is that you can drink beer 
on most public institution, most public transportation, and especially trains. And again, I think I mentioned last time that trains are now, I've, I've liked them for a, li- a while. I've loved them for a while. As a kid, I think I went on the trolley, the San Diego trolley, which is a bullshit sort of you know, uh, tra- uh, public transportation. It still is probably. I haven't been on it in years, but maybe I went on that one or t- once or twice. I think I went on some tram around Disneyland or some shit where my dad was fucking uh, trying to... Uh, of paint through a paper bag, having a panic attack in the, in the fucking Cutlass Capri or whatever we had back then, Capri Classic. Um, Caprice Classic, I think it was called. The big white Caprice Classic. I think my dad used to just get boats of cars. Uh, you know, that was, the, that was the 80s, though. You could buy these boats, car, the fucking gas guzzlers, you know, these, these, these just gems of American industry. And you didn't have to worry about the gas prices, I guess. I don't know. There was a gas crisis in the 70s. Well, fuck it, whatever. I don't know. But while my dad's huffing paint, I'm, I'm sure I was going around the tram. So I, had, I didn't go on a lot of trains until I did start traveling. And I didn't start traveling until late in life, you know, later than my children, these fucking, uh, these up, upright pricks, uptight pricks. You know, my children, are, are they, again, they live the lap of luxury, in the lap of luxury. They're traveling, they're international now. I, didn't, I couldn't even, I, I, my first flight was fucking to Albuquerque, New Mexico when I was 22 years old or something. All right, so I haven't been doing this a long time, but it caught, I, caught, I caught on. I caught fire like this bubonic plague, right, on my fucking uh, pimple on my dick. Uh, but it, it, it caught on. So when I first got on trains through Europe and, you know, other, other places, I'm like, this is awesome. Overnight tra- train in Thailand, uh, that was a little strict with booze. You know, they had people, they specifically said you cannot drink publicly on that train, but I still snuck it in. I met a nice New Zealand man who was saying, ah, you can, you can stick it in, mate. You know, there's a bad New, New, uh, New Zealand accent, a Kiwi. But he said, uh, you can stick it in, mate. Yeah, you can stick it in. I'm doing the same thing, mate. So he just said, all right, mate. Now, see, I saw him later in Chiang Mai. Hey, mate. Oh, yeah. International drinking time. Boom. But I knew in Europe from years ago when we went there, my wife and I, you know, that you could drink on public transportation. I remember being in Berlin and seeing people just drinking beers on a train. I'm like, my fucking homeland, finally. So my stockade of beer is coming to fruition. I could bring it anywhere. Not in America. Have you ever tried to pop open a fucking uh, uh, a Coors Light and goddamn in an Uber, right? Have you ever got a, your keychain out and tried to pop open your fucking triple grass IPA, a, a tropical uh, fucking coconut leaf mint uh, IPA? Have you ever tried to pop that open in the subway in New York or the fucking in the L in Chicago? No. Maybe the bums. Maybe the people have nothing to lose in life. The, the cops aren't going to fucking arrest them or give them a ticket for drinking in public. But you will. You're a fucking white, a privileged male ass. You, you will, right? But not in Europe. And I kind of forgot about that. So on the, you know, we get to the train station. We go back to fucking uh, St. Saint Pancras, uh, King's Crossing. I fucking, I, I, I hold my, uh, put my hand over my daughter's eyes so she didn't see the goddamn Harry Potter store again. So we just walk right past that. We find where the train goes, the beautiful U-rail that is going to go through the channel, the, 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 the fucking London channel, ch- ch- strait, what is it called, Bering Sea, whatever the fuck it goes through, I don't know, the Strait of Gibraltar, <clears throat> whatever it does, we go through the fucking water, all right, like 300 feet under the water, uh, uh, just a marvel of engineering, right, I should have got into engineering, but I'm too stupid, I'm too retarded to do, any- I can't even fathom how they build bridges, like a bridge that goes over a fucking dry creek in the shitty uh, city that I live in, I'm like, that's, that's, a pretty, that's a marvel of in- engineering, but think about building a goddamn tunnel that goes under the, the fucking Strait of Gibraltar, and your uh, London Channel, London Calling, the Clash, what the fuck, London Dungeon, the Misfits, what the fuck is it, what's, is that a Bering Strait, no, Bering Strait's in like Canada or some shit, or that's Alaska, What's up? That's where fucking all the our ancestors crossed, right? All the fucking Mongolians and shit, uh, or Mongoloids, or uh, uh, 
uh, a caveman. I don't know. But whatever the street is over there, London Channel, the Channel of London, right? Uh, cheese, cheese, cheese. If you guys remember, uh, it's, a, it's an homage. That's an allusion to Clark Griswold. In the fantastic movie European Vacation. Chase, 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 chase. But I'm not on the London version right now. That was a London trip. All right? So we're going into the channel. It's a beautiful train. Nice train. I'm sitting, uh, my uh, wife and daughter are in front of my son and I. You know, sitting next to my son. I'm like, I could do some work on the train, work on some papers, edit here and there. And I have my grab bag of booze that I bought at the fucking train station. I don't think there's a train station in America where you're buying booze. You can buy that Cokes and shit from the fucking uh, uh, vending machines. You can probably get your goddamn coffee fix, you foot losers. Right? You can get your Starbucks. I'm sure you have those all over the place. Get your fucking caramel macchiato frappuccinos, whatever it was. I went to Starbucks the other day. My brother uh, bought me a Starbucks. It sucks. Uh, it sucks. I mean, maybe, maybe I just don't like mochas. I didn't know what the fuck I wanted. It was hot. We just got done playing disc golf. You know, for the last time before we left, we're with my son, and we're like, oh, do you want a mocha? I'm like, I don't give a guess. Make it ice. Make it cold. I'm like, this is suck. I'm going to McDonald's later. I'm going to get my goddamn fucking $3 iced coffee from McDonald's. Large. All right? Way better than fucking Starbucks. But I'm sure every train station, <coughs> excuse me, every train station, every uh, 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 public transportation, uh, taxi station, is that around? Uber, Lyft station? I don't know what they have. Or even a, if you go to a... a an airport, of course, you're going to spend 12 bucks a beer. That's pretty standard. I'm sure it's the same in London and Paris. I don't spend a lot of time in a lot of those places. But I did get some beers in train stations. Not that expensive. They don't, they don't do the fucking inflation ride. They don't, they don't just like hike up the cost of everything in these train stations. So I don't know how they figured it out. And I know this sounds anti-American. I'm not being anti-American. I'm being anti-drinking here. All right. We live in an anti-drinking culture that I wish would switch. And I think people say that, oh, there's too many people who drink in America. Yeah, we do. Too much. Because it's fucking hidden. It's a buried, we try to bury it, right, under everything else. We don't, we don't ever look at the opioid problem or the coffee addiction or the heroin use or the meth or the homelessness that is caused not by usually alcohol, which is a big part of it probably, but mostly from what? Probably pills, fentanyl. We're not doing shit with that, but we're always kind of chastising, oh, the sober, we got everybody stopping, everybody's fucking stopping drinking now. Not in Europe. They're not stopping, stopping the, maybe the new fucking cucks. Maybe these new fucking hipster doofuses, right? These skinny wearing jean fucking skinny arm motherfuckers out there. Maybe they're stopping drinking, but not the true burly men. We press on. All right, we press on. So I get a beer. You know, it's, it's four or five pounds. It's not great, you know, but it's better than a fucking $12, $13 uh, goddamn 12-ouncer. These are proper pints. Still in London. But we get on the train. I get, I, we, my wife and I, we're looking for some fucking baguettes or some shit. We get some food, we get some chips, we just get some, it's a two and a half hour, I think, uh, a train ride from London to Paris. And imagine that, going across a channel, a channel, a, a, a buried under the sea, under the sea with fucking uh, Jasmine or Ariel, whatever redhead fucking fish fucker, uh, fish vagina that I would probably bone if she, even if she didn't have legs. Even if, and I saw the little statue. I saw a little statue in Denmark years ago. All right? It's, it's, it's not worth it. So if you're ever going to Copenhagen and you really want to go, and you're, maybe, maybe if you, we didn't have kids back then, well, we did, but we didn't travel with them, luckily, uh, that time. But, you know, if you want to go, oh, let's go see the Little Mermaid statue, don't do it. It's not worth it. It's like off the coast right there. It's, like a, it's, a, it's a pretty beautiful area, right, in Copenhagen, but it's just right there. It's just this little... It's like the mannequin piece. I'll talk about that. This little mannequin, this little pissing statue in Brussels, Belgium, right by the uh, Grand Place. Right? This little pissing statue that's a very famous mannequin piss. 
and they have fucking waffle shaped like dicks right around. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. So I'm sure five listeners. I know you're fucking white knuckling it right now to hear about the mannequin pistachio in Brussels, Belgium. But that's the end of the trip. I was, you know, but the Little Mermaid not not so worth it. But anyways, we're going under the sea with Ursula and the fucking the crab. Uh, I got crabs. I wish, I've never had crabs. I, I kind of want to. They would be fun. That seems like the fun funnest STD to have is crabs because they're jumping. You could name them, right? The itch, you know, I'm sure is a little uh, concerning. Uh, but it's not like deadly. They're just little friends. They're little friends. And I, I, going back to the loneliness. The fucking U.S. Surgeon General just said loneliness, 12, you know, you're smoking 12, 20 cigarettes, whatever he said, 20 cigarettes a day. If you're lonely, if you spend all day by yourself, I could have crab friends, right? My wife's never given me crabs. It's been too long since I've had any uh, crab orientation with anybody else. So uh, I need some crabs. Uh, but when we go under the sea, it's amazing. It's a marvel. I'm, not, I'm, I'm like fathoming this. I'm like, what? So, you know, I'm looking out the window. I'm not going to work on this fucking train. And I'm like, huh, I got a bag of booze that I bought at some store. We got like a, 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 a I think my got my son like a, a bagel with a fucking, what's it called? Corned beef, what's it called? A Reuben of some kind, you know, a Reuben sandwich. He likes that shit, which I do too. Uh, I think I got a little baguette of, 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 of mozzarella, tomato, pesto. I don't know. We got my daughter fucking, she's, 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 turning it into, she's turning into like a ham and cheese sandwich on this trip. You know, that's her go-to so far. Ham and cheese, ham and cheese. She doesn't like fucking meat pies. She's not eating bangers and mash in London. You know, what, we're gonna, what are we going to have in Paris? I'll get to, right? But she gets a little ham sandwich or some shit. I don't know. We get, like I said, chips, snacks. Kids fucking snack, 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 snack heavy. Uh, and, of course, I get booze. I got a six-pack or something. I can't remember exactly what I got. Uh, but not an IPA. Not a fucking IPA. I think this one was actually a proper pale ale in a can. So I, I'm, I'm like, all right, should I open this? And, you know, it's always that thing when I travel. I don't, what, what are others doing? That's kind of what you have to do when you travel. What are others doing? If someone is traveling to San Francisco, you go, what are others doing? People are shitting on the sidewalk, right? In New York City, a guy's whipping his dick out and fucking uh, slapping it on a, on a homeless golden retriever. You don't want to do what other people are doing when you go to American cities. But when I'm going, you know, I, I do that anyway. All right, what are others doing? All right, he's doing it. She's doing it. That means I can do it too. And of course, you got the train cunts going through. We get on the we get on the train easily, and the beauty about trains is going through the security. You don't have to worry about it so much. And I'm like, oh fuck, I got liquids. And they're like, oh wait, shit, I'm going on a train. For some reason, the liquid thing doesn't doesn't transfer. So I, I think I talked about that last time. Maybe not. Who cares? Who fucking cares? No one's listening. So we go through the security, get on there. Booze is intact. They don't throw shit out. I already threw my water bottle away in fucking San Francisco, you know, uh, uh, 48 hours earlier, whatever it was. So we get through swimmingly. Go right through, go right through customs. But the customs guy was a cunt. I remember, oh, yeah. See, I didn't write that in my fucking stupid uh, uh, tassel tit uh, 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 notebook. The, the customs guy. We get through security. All right, I take my belt off. Where I'm all flustered, I'm all red-faced, I'm hungover. I, I, I think I had a hair in the dog in the bathroom. I know I did. I think I had a beer in my backpack. I'm like, I got to take a shit. And when I was taking a shit, I just popped open this fucking little beer. I'm like, all right, here we go. I'm back. I had a beer in a pub beforehand. It's like, you know, mind you, it's like 10 in the morning. But again, this is Europe. It's okay, right? This is okay, Josh. It's okay to drink at 10 in the morning and, and, and live like an alcoholic for a little while while you're traveling. It's okay. You don't need therapy. You do not need hmm, therapy. Um, 
with the customs guy, this fucking British prick. I think he was British. So we get through him. All right, we're good. So I'm putting my belt on. I get my shoes on. I oh, know, no shoes. Shoes are fine. But get all the shit on, right? Uh, go through a scanner. And, you know, it's like, oh, everything's fine. I think I had a, did I, have my, did I have my knee brace on at that time? I had a knee brace on. And he's like, beep, 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 beep. My knee bra- ah, no, that was another place. I can't remember. But it, whatever it was, I had to show my knee brace at some point. Let's just, let's just pretend it was here in this, this little uh, security line going from uh, trying to get onto the channel train, trying to get onto the year rail. So we go by us and I'm done. All right, we're good. All right, we sh- I, th- I thought we showed our passports. I think we showed our passports to some fucking ugly, uh, uh, better tooth, uh, tooth mouth than me, you know, less, less of a monster mouth in London, which was very, very surprising. Anyways, we go through there and then I'm walking past. I'm all right, come on, kids. I got the bags. We got the shit. We got, I got, got bag of booze, bag of fucking dicks, baguette dicks hanging out of them. And then, you know, the guy's like, he fucking like knocks on this goddamn plexiglass. Like, he knocks on this fucking plexiglass. Oi, oi. Oh, passports! Oh, I'm like, oh, you fucking! And he just he, he looks at me angrily. I'm like, I would just, I oh, fucking die. It's, it's a security checkpoint. Oi! You fucking ass! I, if I if I had anger issues, which I don't, obviously, I, you know, I, he just. But I didn't like the ugh, the knock on the plexiglass got me, and he just looks at me like his stoic asshole face. You know, air of authority, sitting in this fucking little kiosk plexiglass cubicle. You know, his hot fucking uh, bangers and mash breath is just going against like the screen. It's like it's like puffing it up. You know, it's it's, it's like clouding. You know, he's probably just smoked a cigarette in the morning. You know, some probably it's probably some uh, filterless cigarette that they make only in fucking India because you know uh, the the British regime raped and pillaged India at some point, I believe, or Burma, whatever it might be. George Orwell shot, wrote a fucking essay called "Shooting an Elephant," where he shot an elephant. You know, in Burma, and the people were happy. I don't know. He's like, he's like, he's like the guy probably fucked an elephant. His wife, you know, elephant seals. Do they have those in London or in the UK? I don't know. Whatever it was, he's just, he's just like meat pie breath and stink. Oh, passport, passport. Oh, and I was mad already. And uh, my wife can probably tell I'm mad. I'm like, he's fucking. And I show him the passport. He didn't even look at me after that. Just, doo, doo, doo. I mean, that was it. He had to fucking knock. Fucking a goddamn plexiglass, mashed potato, mushy pea breath all over the fucking place. And you, and, and no, not even an eye contact after that. You twat. Yeah, I could say that twat because I'm fucking in uh, fucking London now. You twat. Don't, is, that, is that a fucking word? You twat. You cunt. Uh, anyways, Oy. Um, so we get through. And then when we're on the train, I'm looking around, and there's, there's a there's there's my son and I, like I said, daughter, wife in front of us. We're sitting in just little two seaters across from us. There's a family of four, and they got the luxury to like a little table between them. So two two of them are sitting backwards in the train. Two of them are sitting forwards, which we got on several other trains later on, which I kind of liked. It's nice to have the table in between us. Uh, I could work a little bit better. Uh, you know, I, I kind of like sitting all of us where we could face each other and talk and things like that, act like a normal family for once, a bonding uh, uh, arrangement almost. But you know, there's, there's people. There's a couple over here, British couple. You know, they're talking about Mr. Bean and shit and the, and the, and the fucking uh, dead person, the queen. They're talking about Prince Diana and I don't know, whatever, the fucking big-eared, uh, the, oh, what's his prince? I should, I should talk about ears. Uh, but Prince fucking Charles, whatever, you know. But then, you know, then I saw them pop, pop open a fucking uh, can, a, a can, a bottle of champagne. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's on. So right when I see that, do as, as others do. Do as the indigenous cultures do. And I'm like, all right, it's time to pop a beer. So I'm right there. I'm like, ah. And that's just a lap of luxury. Just sitting in the channel, I'm looking, like I'm saying, I'm fathoming the world, the existence of humankind, and how we've come so far. Whether you believe 
flat earth or not, whether you believe we come from an existence of other uh, cultures that were greater than us thousands of years ago, maybe you think the pyramids are just the tip top of the iceberg and there's like glorious worlds beneath us or deep in the ocean like the movie The Abyss, whatever you think. You got to understand that when you're going, you're like, I'm looking outside, I can see the landscape of the outskirts of London and all of a sudden not. And then for about two hours, we're just in darkness and we're under the fucking water. We got like fucking Jew bass and like sea bass and shit. We got like, uh, I don't know what kind of sharks they have. They probably have like snaggletooth sharks there. I'm sure that's how they, uh, Londoners got fucked up teeth in the 1800s or 1700s, Charles Dickens days, whatever, because they fuck goblin sharks. I don't know. I'm not a fucking, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a anthropologist, right? Uh, but I'm not a ocean, o- ocean, oceanographist, oceanographer, oceanographer. So anyways, we're going through this channel. I'm just, I'm just sipping on my beer. I'm watching the fucking, oh, I then drinking champagne and they're drinking beer too. I'm like, this is fucking, this is awesome. This is beauty. This is what the world should be. And then we pull into France. And we get out the fucking, the big, uh, God du Paris. God du Paris. G-A-R-E. God du Paris. I think that's what I don't know. There's a main gar station, main train station. So we get off there. We're a little tired. I'm a little drunk or probably not drunk. You know, that's the thing about travel. I never get wasted, right? I've, 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 I've drank whiskey before, uh, stupidly. With friends after rugby matches or what have you, or even just going out with friends, you know, whatever it might, you know, I, I sometimes go to the whiskey and then I just like puke later on and I drink too much. So I'm like, what did I do that? That was worthless. But when I'm traveling, you're constantly walking, you're constantly doing things, you're on alert, you're on the high end of alertness in, in, in travel. And I, my brain, just for whatever reason, it doesn't wire itself to get hungover. Sure, I've woken up a little sluggish in the morning. And yes, I have partake, partook in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, um, a fucking hair of the dog here and there. Of course, I've taken a shit next to a bidet and been drinking a, a, like a, a, a fucking uh, a 20 ounce bottle of something I've never heard of before, Cronenberg or some shit. I don't know what it is. You know, t- I, got, I got a pint from fucking uh, spiky uh, asshole reamer uh, pub down the street and I just took that with me. I don't I don't know i've done it before all right but it's never like an egregious it's like it's something i get over very quickly and the hair of the dog and the beers on the train are, are they're doing their job all right but we get into the garb du paris and the thing about traveling so many different places in so many different regions within a kind of a short amount of time is you have to get once you get used to one place whoop it fucking just throws you into the goddamn washing machine because you have to get used to this new place. So we got down the London tube pretty well in the in a couple of days, right? We were just zipping and zapping, even though we you know we fucked up a couple of times, of course, paid too much money for certain tickets, I'm sure. But whatever, we got it. We 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 figured it out well enough, right? Outside of the fucking Harry Potter nine and three quarters debacle, uh, trying to find that goddamn uh, landing, Queen's Crossing, whatever it was, uh, station. But we got it, right? And now we're like just in a whole other world. Now I was telling the kid, my wife and I were telling the kids, now this is going to be the real trip. We're out of the comfort zone of the sort of pseudo-New York London, right? Now we're going into a place that doesn't know our language very well. They do, but they don't like to speak it. And I'll get into the Frenchies here in a moment. But it's kind of a, it's a, it's a little bit more of a culture shock. Because when we get there, everything's in fucking French, of course. Instead of say, saying exit, it says sortie. Sortie. I believe that's the word. S-O-R-T-I. See, this is what is pathetic about me in life and existence in general. My father is Belgian. All right? I think. I've never seen his paperwork. But he grew up until 13 years old speaking French. That's it. Primarily French. I don't know if he learned English in school. I don't think he did back then in the 1940s. Right? Hitler tried to kill him. He tried, uh, tried to off my family. What have you. That's a whole other history lesson. All right? But he spoke French. 
this is a person who spoke French for the first 13 years of his life. So it's a core language. And of course, when he comes to America, just like we have all these sort of uh, the greatest generation, you know, we have the, the, the fucking uh, baby boomer generation, whatever. My dad is kind of part of that. My mom's more of the baby boomer. My dad's more of the sort of greatest generation going into baby boomer, right? 1939 born. My mom's born in 51. So they're part of that gener- those generations, right? And I think that what the generations did is they forgot culture. They just said, fuck it. We're not doing, we're not bringing anything attached to us. All these immigrants, all these Italians, Irish, Jews, uh, Polish, whatever the, whatever the Jews came from, from fucking all over the place. They took over New York, of course, right? Uh, and the world and the banks. Uh, but whatever they took over, uh, good for them. You know, a little peace in the world. Um, but yeah, they just kind of forgot their culture. You know, the, 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 my dad didn't want to teach us French. I don't know why. Why not when you have this, like, this, this beautiful, uh, a trait to pass on this lineage, this thing that can like raise your children a little bit higher in the world. But back then, I guess it wasn't seen as seen being higher in the world. Maybe he got called Frenchy when he first came to America. Maybe like, hey, what's up, frog? You eat frog legs? He's oh, in Belgian. He's I fuck you, froggy, frogger, frogger, hop hop, bitch, bitch. I don't think Frogger was around back then. But you know, they would call him like Frenchy, and like uh, 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 he smells bad. His mother has armpit hair. I don't know what they fucking make French, fun of French for. <laughs> you know, we have that shit. You know. Oh, Oh, bake me a cake or bake me a fucking baguette. Uh, bake me a crepe, you fucking froggy uh, douchebag. Whatever. You, escargot. What else can you make fun of French for? I don't know. Hairy women, escargot, smelly cheese. I guess it's all fair game. They're all white, though. So, but my dad, oh, I am Belgian, I am Belgian. And then I guess he just, like, maybe got something corn that maybe fucking Hitler rocked his world. You know, rocked him off. And I'm never going to teach my children French. But of course, when I went through high school, I took two years of French. I, I know the fucking name of a trash can. La Corbeille. La Corbeille. So I can go through France all day and be La Corbeille, La Corbeille. And no one's going to fucking, what? You know, when I went to Belgium years ago, I remember walking, my wife and I were walking around. I'm looking for the, uh, the Jews we're going to stay with. The Jewish people, the family that I had never seen before in my entire life, we're going to stay with these people. And I'm, I'll get into this later in the Belgium thing, heavily. But, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I go into a store, just like a fucking regular Belgian store. I go, uh, Oué, Rue du Set. Oué, Rue de Set. And I'm like, fuck, I'm, I'm nailing it. Oué, Rue de Set. Where is fucking Road 7? Street 7, whatever the fuck that means. Right? I, was like, I looked it up. I tried to, back then in 2004 or whatever, we didn't have Google Translate and shit. So, like, Oué, Rue de Set. And I'll get into the Google Translate here in a little bit. It's, it works, but it doesn't work at the same time. Uh, but, you know, but the lady's like, what? Am I way rude to say she'll fuck? Yeah, are you looking for the seventh street? I'm like, yeah, yeah, all right, it's over there. And she fucking spoke English. So they speak English and French, but like I said, they choose kind of not to. But, anyways, we get to the, uh, where am I at? We get to this uh, uh, sortie. So we get through the goddamn train station. Then, of course, we got to figure out, like, fuck, we need tickets. We need to figure out, like, wh- how, the, how the metro works. We got to figure out, do we need a day pass? And then this one was like, uh, I think this is the zone, like zone one, zone two. Or M. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? So we're at this little kiosk, like we were in London, trying to buy tickets. I'm like, zone one, zone two, zone four? I don't fucking know. And we're looking at this big map. I don't know where shit is. I've never been to Gay Paris. I've never been to the goddamn City of Lights before. And I'm asking my wife, I'm like, I, you've been here? She said, well, that was like 20-some, 30 years ago, 25 years ago. I'm like, all right, well, so we're just looking. I'm like, ah, let's just get one and two or M. I don't know. So we just push button, do, 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 like 20 euros later. And mind you, we went from the sterling pound to the, fucking, to the, to the euro. 
So this helps us out a little bit. The more east you go, the cheaper it gets. London, those twats, is like $1.22 or whatever it was. You know, each pound cost us $1.22. Now we're going to the euro, which I think was $1.07 when we are there. $1.07 to $1. So a much better exchange rate. So I know when I see like a 20 euro, I'm like, ah, okay, just add, you know, whatever, 20 times 7. You know, a couple of bucks there, whatever it might be. I know my math is way off. $1.40, whatever it is. So it's not as bad as fucking London where I'm like, oh, 20 bucks, and I see my bank statement later, it's $26. I'm like, fucking goddamn damn snaggletooth bitches. Fucking, I'm glad your goddamn queen fucking croaked. Uh, um, but, you know, that, then we figured it out. So we get the tickets and we figure out, like, Marie, we got to go to Marie de Clichy. I, I was kind of like, Marie Cliché. I'm a fucking, look at my, my dad, you fucking, dad, why don't you tell, Marie Clichy, de Clichy, father. Why doesn't he, like, that's what I would have said when he's beating me. He said, oh, you know, that's what I would have said a few times when he's whipping me with his belt. He never did that, but it was he tried to a few times. That's what I just imagined French children yelling uh, when they're getting beat with a, with a French belt. French leather, I think, is probably pretty good, right? Uh, a little whip on a... Because they whipped the shit out of people in France back in the day. They had, like, torture shit, didn't they? They had a London dungeon. Then they have like, fucking French stick-a-pole-up-your-ass people. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they had, like, oh, get the baguette. Get it nice and nice and crusty. Get the baguette nice and crusty. That's, my, that's Russian. Um... <coughs> Make sure it's uh make sure it's uh what's that what's that bread that has fucking shit on top? Make sure it's a Dutch crunch roll. Stick it up the pooter, oh yeah. Yeah, that's my fucking what is that? What's that guy's name? Uh uh, uh Borat. That was my Borat. That was like my Borat Russian version of, of a Frenchman. Um But so we get there and we figure it out. We're Marie Clichy and we're looking at it's pretty simple. You know, my, my wife was saying, oh, yeah, it's pretty confusing. The first, yeah, it is confusing, but we're like, okay, orange, blue. And then we figure it out. And we've got a 17-year-old with us who thinks he knows everything. And he did help. He did help. He's like, okay, we got to go to where it says the end. I'm like, all right, that makes sense. All right, so it says the end stop here. So we don't want to go to that end stop. We want to go to that end stop. And then, fuck, when you get into the city, I have a bad compass. I, I don't, sometimes I don't know where fucking like south, west, east, I don't know anything. Where I live, of course, I know where all the directions are at. But even when I go to like New Mexico, I'm in like a city, I'm in Albuquerque, I'm like, what? How the fuck is this northeast? I thought I was south. But the roads are all fucked up. You go to like Houston, it's the same. you know, you go to different cities, New York, I'm like, I don't know where west is. Like, okay, this is Manhattan, that's south, that's north, I understand. Where the fuck is west? Okay, west is what? West is going to be New Jersey. East is going to be, you know, where it's a, it's a little wonky. So Paris is no different. It's a huge city. So I'm like, I don't, it doesn't matter where West and East is at. It doesn't matter where North and South. We just need to find Marie Clichy. Marie de Clichy. That's the exit we want to get off of, the station we get off. So we go from the Gare du Nord, or whatever the fuck it was, the Gare du Paris. And we get to the main fucking station, which is big, of course. And then we zoom to our, we go to our hotel. And mind you, Paris is not cheap. All right, just as London was not cheap, I went for a little bit more what's quote-unquote a budget hotel, the fucking deadly stair hotel that I call it, which is nice. It was a nice stay. Uh, you know, that was 140 bucks a night, I think. In, in, in Paris, uh, the budget ones, I was looking, when I was looking, when I was researching, which you should do before you travel, research how much hotels are, 
you know, unless you have indispensable money, which we don't. You know, and then I find, I, saw, I see Ibis. I think it's called Ibis. I-B-I-S, like the bird. Uh, Ibis, Ibis, Ibis hotels. They're everywhere, right, in Europe. I'm like, ah, fuck. It's like going to be the Motel 6, the fucking meth addicts, just in the fucking, the, the, the swallows of life. The wallows. Swallows. That's what uh, the fucking whores would do in a Motel 6. They would, they'd swallow for an extra 10 bucks. Get them an extra fucking pill of fentanyl, man. They're, they're swallowing. They'll be dead, but they'll, they'll make them swallow. You'll just pump their, you'll come out of their stomach get it out so I don't get arrested that's gross um, but uh, uh, yeah I just thought it was going to be just in the wallows of, of the depths of Paris like that the gritty like ugh, I'm like uh. so I'm always worried when I get a hotel online because you read reviews right and Marie Clichy Marie de Clichy is like 20 minutes from Paris proper so we're all the shit you want people want to see right people want to stay by the Eiffel Tower which like, when I saw the Eiffel Tower I'm like I don't want to stay by here it kind of sucks I mean it's all right but I wouldn't want a hotel around there. Maybe all right, but I wouldn't be like, "Woo!" I see that. How, how fucking often can you see a goddamn uh, steel structure and be in awe of it? It was all right. It was okay. Uh, but you got like Sacre Coeur area. You got like the Notre Dame. You got you got all the, the love. You know, you, you have all these places in in Paris to stay at, right? But I, again, I'm looking at all, when I was researching all the central Paris are like three hundred dollars for a hotel, and not even like good hotels. These are not like four star, five star hotels. These are like two star hotels for four hundred bucks, three hundred bucks. I'm like, all right, let's go, we're going budget family in Paris, and we knew we were. So we get off at Marie de Clichy, and we're kind of a little out of sorts. You know, the booze is wearing off. The ha 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 of London. No, that's that's French. The oi, the oi, the oi of London's kind of wearing off. Now we're hearing Frenchies all over the place. You hear all that shit. Ah, comment allez-vous. I see French tits. I'm like, all right, new tits. You know, I'm looking at my wife's tits while she's walking by for some reason. You know, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm a tit haven, right? I, I wonder how you say tit. Is that how you say tit in French? Tit. Tit. Probably tit. Tita. Tati. Tatis. Fernando Tatis. Whatever it might be. But anyways, uh, so we're in Paris, and then luckily, right when we get out, I'm like, you know, we're on Google Maps and shit. We're looking at our phone, like, oh, whoop, right around the corner, right around the corner is a fucking Ibis Hotel. So we get out of the Marie de Clichy uh, station. We have our fucking big stupid ass bag that we're I'm gonna fucking burn, I think, in a bonfire at some point. There's just a big heap of. I make my son carry it the whole time because my knee. I'm using that as an excuse. Sometimes I have to grab it from him and just have brute force. I'm like, give it to me, motherfucker. Uh, but anyways, he's <coughs> he's rolling the bag. And uh, so it was right around the corner. We, we go down the stand. Oh, that looks like a cool pub. Oh, that looks like a good Oh, there's a place to get, you know. And then we go right on the corner. Ah, Ibis Hotel. I'm a little worried. Like I said, a little, little, little apprehensive about going to this hotel. I'm like, God, this is going to be a shitty city. And we get out there. It's fine. Totally fine. So if you need to travel to Paris and you find an Ibis Hotel, I would recommend it on a budget. It's about 140 bucks a night, I believe, or 140 euros. No, it's 100, I think I, had, I paid 140 uh, US dollars for it. And it wasn't bad. It was much better than a Motel 6. Of course, it doesn't have a huge amount of, of amenities. It had enough for what we need it for, right? It doesn't have like a spa or a hot tub or a gym or any of that stuff. It's just a nice budget place to stay. And the hotel was pretty okay. But what they give us again, I think it was like the Landers special. I think whenever I, I fucking got all these hotel rooms, they gave us like the Landers dirtbag white trash special with a little bit of Jew in us. You know, it's like they gave us the upper story. At the Rushmore Hotel, if you got my five listeners, if you remember, the Rushmore Hotel, very top floor, four fucking flights of stairs with zero lift, with no elevator, and very steep stairs. Anyways, we made it, but this one does have an elevator, and they give us like the fifth or sixth floor, whatever, the very top again. 
And I kind of like that being at the top of hotels. It has a little bit more like a feeling of freedom there. You don't have to be right by the the, the front desk. Uh, you can like uh, you could beat off because I'm not having sex with my wife at this point. You know, I could I could whack off without anybody having like oh, what's that what's that fucking American what's that what's that American doing? What the fuck's a French? Oh, what's that American doing? Oh, is he working his pud? <coughs> Oh, sorry. Is he whacking his pud? Is he pud whacker walking? Oh, that, I'm, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting the accent. Is his pud whacker a little white noodle? Like a, like a, like a, like a, like a shellfish in a, in a clap. So I'm going Russian again. Um, so anyways, we get, we check in. It's fine. The dude speaks English. We get to our fucking hotel room and it's fine. It's good enough. It's good enough. And we, we know we need to go eat. So right around the corner from us is a fucking casino supermarket. Of course, I eye it and my beer, you know. And the thing about Paris, the, at least the supermarket I went to in Paris, they don't have cold beer. And we don't have a refrigerator in the Ibis Hotel. That's another thing. Not a lot of amenities. Uh, not a lot of uh, uh, refrigerators so far in Europe. The London Hotel didn't have it, and the Ibis budget. Maybe it's a budget thing. We did get refrigerators later on at other hotels, and especially with the Airbnbs in other cities, but not this one. So I'm like, all right, no ice either. I don't know what fucking ice machines. I don't think they have ice machines in Europe. So anyways, I know I'm drinking warm beer, which I'm used to. See, this is the thing about me. When I have a stockpile of beer for the mornings, they're going to get warm. I'm not keeping them on ice all night long. I'm not a fucking, I'm not, I'm not a psychotic you know, so I'm drinking warm. I'm okay with it. I'm okay when you get to a certain level of your life with booze. You're okay with the uh, the, the room temperature beer. I kind of sometimes actually like it better. Is that wrong to say? And in London, you know, there's cold beer, of course, now, but it's not like the coldest in the world. We have a thing in America. I like cold beer. I'm not. I'm not chastising it. I put shit on ice here when I can. When I have enough room in the refrigerator and the Yeti cooler in the fucking garage, yeah, I'll put it on ice. But in, it, I'm used to it. Is what I'm saying. All right. So, anyways, but no, no, no cold beer in Paris. In the supermarkets. So we're like, we got to eat. We put all bags down, hang out maybe for a half hour. Uh, just kind of you know, get our brains uh, sorted a little bit. And then we go walk around the Marie de Clichy area of Paris. And we're walking around and we all right, where are we going to eat? So we're looking up restaurants on our phone in the Ibis Hotel, of course. Wi-Fi is working pretty well. No problem with my work so far. Getting everything done that I need to get done. Making sure the time changed, which it did. It changed from London to Paris. So I think we... Uh, did we gain an hour, lose an hour? I can't fucking remember. I think we lost an hour. So one hour ahead, right? The main land of Europe is different than the fucking stupid UK Brexit shit. Uh, so we go, uh, we, we, we end up going to a place called Le Hashtag. And I know I'm going long here like I usually do. So we go to Le Hashtag. We go to Le Hashtag in a nice little kind of quaint, or not quaint, busy area of, of, of Marie Clichy. But it looks good. And right when we go there, we can't speak a fucking lick of French. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going through fucking memories of, of getting beaten, which I never did. But, uh, you know, I'm going through that. My, I'm, 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 I'm cosplaying here. I'm role playing. Right. I'm like a, I'm like a dude who dress up in anime and get fucking pegged by a, by a high heeled woman who looks like a, a, a fucking Yoda. I don't know. Um. So we go to a place called Le Hashtag, and the, the server is nice. She could tell we're American fucking douchebags. So she goes, oh, she, you know, she gives us a menu, but it's in French. I'm like, fuck. So we're, my, my son is trying to Google Translate, which we are. We get, uh, long story short, you know, my, do- my daughter, she's the picky one. She's the picky eater. You know, hopefully she'll get a little bit more uh, robust with her, her choices of, of food in the future as she, as she ages. But right now she's pretty picky. Like I said, fucking ham and cheese sandwiches. Uh, killed it in London or whatever we got. We got pretty simple things in London. I think we even got a fucking 
in McDonald's one time in London, possibly. Uh, simple stuff that she knows, right? And this one, where oh, there's a burger here. Let's get the fucking burger. It's a cheeseburger. We get the cheeseburger. We order like a pasta with uh, meat in it, like some sort of steak or something, or, or like kind of uh, braised beef, I believe. And my wife, though, because this is who she is, she gets a charcuterie. Of course, she gets. She gets. She, she's like a charcuterie hoe, right? She she loves the the meat and the cheese. And I think there's something with women and charcuterie. I like it too. Right, but I don't think I would ever actually order it on a menu. When other people order it to share, I'd be like, "Yeah, sure, I'll eat it." And when we make sometimes, when we make it sometimes, if my wife wants to go, like for Mother's Day, I believe she wants me uh, to take her to a winery or some shit. I'm sure I'm gonna make a fucking charcuterie plate. I did that years ago because I'm a fucking awesome husband, a horrible person, but I can have streaks of good husbandry sometimes. Not the animal kind, the human kind. So I, I was I made her a charcuterie plate up in uh, Ukiah, I believe Mendocino County, at this fucking stupid winery that she really likes. So we bought a bottle of wine. I had all the shit set up and all these different little fucking containers and blah, 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 olives and cheese and bread and all whatever. So we're in France. It makes sense that she, she's gonna get a charcuterie, and we order it. It's just a, like piles of meat. It's like fucking piles of meat. So I think my wife was kind of like in her head. She's like French dick, French dick, charcuterie, piles of meat sausage french that's probably what's going on in her head right so she gets it's it's good pile of meat some bread i don't know if there was cheese with that i don't think so the pasta was good but my daughter's hamburger was this fucking behemoth like a double cheeseburger from hell i mean just like this mad and my daughter's like am i gonna eat this whole thing and we're like cutting off pieces of it the fucking the 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 fat tit waist waitress i I think she is and that's how i imagined her at least i imagine most people if i can't remember exactly what they look like with fat tits (coughs) no fat tit waitress or our garçon, garça, is it garçon? I know garçon, hey, garçon. I know that's a waiter. I don't know waitress is gar, gar, garçon, garçon. Uh, what's the, what's the female fucking uh, conne, connotation? Uh, conju, conjugation? Wait, concentration camp? What's it called when you have to con- conjugate? Right? Conjugation verb? I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm a fucking English person. I, I'm a fucking goddamn English instructor, professor, supposedly. I don't even know what that what that word is. Um, so we, uh, hey, Garçon, Garçon's male, yeah, it's from Pulp Fiction. Uh, and we're in, the tra- we're in the land of fucking uh, Royale with cheese, right? And we'll get to that later. God damn, I'm fucking not even, I'm not even close. So we get this goddamn double-decker burger, and double-decker. That's another, another double thing. Double up, double D's, motorboat, double-decker burger. Double-double, in and out. So she gets this fucking double-decker burger from, uh, and anyways, it, but what I found out, too, is that the wine is way cheaper in Paris than it is the beer is. In London, is all beer, right? Not a lot of wine. You can get it, of course. You can get whiskey. You can get a bunch of shit in London. But it was mostly beer that I was drinking. I drank mostly beer throughout the trip. But in France, my wife's like, oh, all right, I'll get a wine. And it's like happy hour, lay hashtag. And then the lady's like, oh, it's happy hour. And what's funny, we get in, like at, I think it was 5 o'clock to the restaurant, and they all kind of turn at us. It's one of those things, it's almost like going to a local pub at a place, and they all just, like, all the faces turn towards you. And they're like, oh, fuck. It's not dinner time yet there. The Europeans don't eat till like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night in this place, especially in Gay Paris, the fucking city of lights, the most romantic city in the world. <laughs> uh, and, and, and they're like, oh, hey guys, can we serve? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, 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 we'll serve. You know, there's a couple of times where like, no, 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 we're not ready for you yet. You know, that, that look. But they, they're accommodating at least. Oh, no, the chef's not here yet, but ah, sit down. We'll get you some drinks. So my wife got some wine. It's happy hour. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this beer is. She's just she, she's trying to. Oh, it's blonde. It's blonde. Big tits. Blonde. Oh, okay. I like I like blonde and big tits. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll get that. So I got that. I can't remember what it was. Uh, didn't write that one down. Maybe I did, but I'm not gonna go through it. Yeah, maybe I didn't. I don't know. Let me see if I have it in my fucking gay notebook here. Uh, no, I don't think I wrote the beer down. Anyways, it was good. It was fine. It was happy hour. Uh, we pay. We eat. We get out of there. 
And then we go back and have a nice rest, right? We just get back to the hotel. I go to the casino market. I buy some beer. I think we all went together. Uh, I don't know what to buy. I'm looking at all these. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll get some Lef. I'll get some, you know, all the, all the Belgian beers, all the Trappist beers. You know, I was getting shit I have never heard before. I got some Cronenberg 1664, which was kind of my go-to uh, blonde ale in, in, in France for a lot of the time, especially in the fucking the shitter beer, as I call them, the morning shit beer. Um, not saying it tastes like shit, but when I'm sitting on the shitter, I'll drink that beer sometimes if I'm not feeling very good. Uh, so I got the Cronenberg 1664. I got a Cuvée des Trolls, you know, because I had a fucking troll on it. You know, I buy by I buy by labels sometimes when I don't know what the fuck it is. And I bought one in Europe before I get to like the 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 crux of of, of Paris, the crux of, of of gay Paris and France. Before we go to the southern France, and I'm fuck. I gotta I gotta fucking hurry up here. Uh, anyways, but I bought a, a can of beer one night in the Ibis Hotel, and it was it was it had a pig on it, a pink cute cartoon pig. It was called Rince Conchon. I don't know what that means. It might be it might be red pig. Uh, I know cerdo is pig in fucking uh, in uh, 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 Spanish, so it's Conchon, C O C H O N Rince Conchon. I think it's red pig. I open it. It tastes like fucking sweet jism, like sweet piss, like sweet cow piss. I mean, it's just like the sweetest. Uh, like a melted otter pop. I'm like, this is fucking disgusting. I actually poured a beer out. And it was like 6.7% alcohol. I'm drinking my Lefts. I'm drinking my uh, 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 Duvel, maybe I got. Now that was more in Belgium. But I was drinking like other shit. I can't remember. I took pictures of it. But it's funny. When I bought these bottles, I'm like, ah, six euros. That's not bad. It's seven euros for a six pack. I get back. They're little mini bottles. You know those little fucking Coronitas that you get? Cinco de Mayo. Woo, it's coming up. But you know those little fucking Coronitas? It's about the size of those. It's probably about a seven to eight ounce bottle. And I gave my son one because he's in France now. He can kind of drink a little bit more. He has the luxury of, of being sort of going towards the adulthood. Uh, not so much at restaurants, but, you know, I gave him a beer. I'm like, here you go. And we're drinking them. I'm like, what the fuck? They're small, but they're cute. So I, I'm not complaining about it. So seven, seven euros for a little six-pack of good beer, not complaining. But like I said, Cronenberg I was getting, but don't ever buy a rinse conchon. A rinse conchon is one of the only one or two beers I think I've thrown out in my life. One might have been like a triple IPA that I just couldn't fucking get through, right? It, it, it tastes like I, like I said this before. Uh, I think I mentioned it. It's, it's, you're, if someone had like a broccoli dick uh, infused with like uh, uh, dirty socks, you know, that's what some of these beers taste like. You're sucking off a dirty sock broccoli dick. And it's just like, I, I had to pour that one out. Now this one, I'm like, I can't drink this. I took a couple of sips. I tried it. I'm like, ah, I can't pour it. Ah, I can't. Oh, it's like, oh. And then I just, the old rinse conchon. But I took a picture of the cute pig. Uh, and then that was, that was kind of it. That was our, you know, Riot City we heard about in Paris. There was riots going on. There's something like uh, Emmanuel Macron. Uh, he, I think he's married to like a 75-year-old woman, the, the prime minister or president of France, whatever the fuck he is. I think he's the president. Ma- Macron. I think he's, the government is trying to change the law of when you can retire. So they're trying to either extend it or take it further, like maybe at 62 instead of 65 now. I can't remember. But people are up in arms. And, of course, there's Antifa shit all over the place, BLM stuff, uh, fuck, uh, fuck Russia, pro-Ukraine all over the place that we've seen since London. We're seeing that in Paris. But a lot of people are like, oh, watch out for the riots. Watch out for the riots in Paris because we're there. And we, I saw it when we are in London. I'm like, fuck. And I saw these people like uh, uh, fucking bonfires and shit or like burning, what are they called? Fucking uh, Molotov cocktails. They're just like, ah, up in arms, the police and riot gear all over the place. Riot City, UK, Riot City, USA, Riot City, dot. total chaos, baby. <laughs> but uh, they didn't have it. I didn't see any of that there. I saw a bunch of cops. 
I saw some police kind of like uh, staged around certain areas, but I guess we weren't by where the where the where the parliament is or whatever they have there, the the, the law making district. You know, we weren't really by like the the we we're in the capital of France, of course, but we weren't by the capital of where like legislation is 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 resolved or not resolved. I think that's where the riots were. We didn't see it the entire trip, and we walked around all the fucking all over the place. We walked around miles and miles and miles or kilometers all over uh, uh, Paris, and we didn't see one instance of 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 a fucking Antifa, of a masked person throwing a, a cocktail of some kind at a fucking at a, at a, a, a cop with a big giant shield. But we saw the cops. Didn't do anything to us. Say, hey, how you doing? Oh, hey, oh, wee, wee, wee. And we go right by. Oh, hello, hello, hey, bonjour, bonjour, au revoir, au revoir, qu'est-ce que c'est? My daddy, papa, papa. Um, yeah, that, we just walked through this. That's pretty much what we did the whole time. Cheap wine, expensive beer, no riot city. The Louvre. All right, let me get into that. What am I at here? Fuck, 50 minutes already. Jesus Christ. I'm, this podcast will never end. I think this might be the rest of my life. I'll detail this goddamn trip because I have no other life besides this. Um, the Louvre. So I, I bought tickets for the Louvre uh, well before we went to Europe, of course. And I'm not a museum guy. I don't know if I mentioned this before. Not much of I, 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 I don't know what it is with me. I don't like them. I'm not, I don't like museums. Is that bad to say? I, I, I appreciate them. I, I, they're extremely important that they're there. Uh, I love libraries, but I don't think I could just, I'm not going to go to a city to visit a library. Does that make sense? If I'm in, a, if I'm in town, I'll go to the library to go get books. I, I take my daughter there. I took my son there all the time when they were younger. My daughter still loves to go. But I don't like museums. I mean, it's just like, I guess if you're in the city, you kind of have to go. I remember I went to one in Chicago, the, one, the main one in Chicago. Uh, my, my wife dragged me to the fucking MoMA in New York City. That was like, ugh, modern art. I'll never go to another modern art museum, I don't think, for the rest of my life. But this one's the Louvre. You have to go, right? You just have to when you're here. So we're waiting in line. I have tickets. I don't know if that's the fucking right line. You know, the sun is out. The titties are out. You know, it's the beautiful morning in Gay Paris. And I'm like, ah, oh, we got to spend all fucking day in the Louvre. But luckily, my wife was like, nah, we're just going to spend like an hour or two at the most. And we do. And it's, be- it's great. We see a bunch of shit. You know, we see dick, we see tits, you know, it's all porcelain. It's, it's amazing to see, like, this, these things survived. But it's so fucking crowded. It's so busy. I just want to get out of the streets of Paris. That's all I want to do. I just want to walk. I want to see the fucking, uh, uh, what's the river there? I can't even think of the river and fucking, it's not the Thames. What's the river? River uh, fucking uh, Rio de Janeiro? The river in France, whatever it is. Uh, um, let me look that up. River in France. River in Paris is... God, I'm so fucking stupid. River, I can't even spell. River in Paris is the sign, scene, scene, S-E-I-N-E, sign, sign of the times, signs with Mel Gibson, sign, sign, sane, sane. Anyways, beautiful. We walk past, we walk, but we got to live. We got to live. And then, of course, we spend more fucking time in a gift store. So we, we get done with the live. I survived that. I'm like, all right, can we get a drink finally? It's like, you know, it's one o'clock or 11 o'clock. Let's just go. Let's go out. Let's go to a cafe. Let's sit on the streets of Paris. Let's be vibrant. Let's smoke cigarettes and like go bone somewhere, right? Like I'm talking to some stranger standing next to fucking Venus de Milo with her tits right next to me. You know, then we see the Mona Lisa. I'm like, that's disappointing. But I've heard that. You hear so much about these museums. 
museums, you don't really need to see them anymore. You can do like virtual tours of the shit. You can put on a fucking Oculus and go fucking stare at uh, Mona Lisa's twat for two hours if you wanted to. If there's a line to see the Mona Lisa, I'm like, yeah, there it is. It's smaller than I expected, as most people say. Just like the fucking mannequin piss statue that we'll see. Mannequin piece. Mannequin piece statue that we'll see in, in Belgium. Uh, in a few weeks, uh, but whatever, it's fine. I'm glad we went, but again, I'm glad my wife is not this. But we have to, we have to be here and just soak it all in. I thought she was gonna be like, oh, we have to manifest what we're doing. You know, I thought it was that, but she's not like that. I know her. I know the core of her. I know we're not gonna stay there long. So we did about an hour, hour and fifteen. Show the kids some culture, and then the gift store. I'm like, oh. And once we get to the gift store, it's just hell. It's just hell on earth again. I think we bought like a Mona Lisa fucking magnet or some shit. My daughter got some dumb thing. You know, it's just bullshit. That's all it is. I think my wife bought some chocolates for somebody. I don't know. Uh, probably her French lover. Uh, Amy, you bought me some chocolate. Ooh, let me show you my baguette. Ooh, your, your, your husband's baguette is crepe. It's very small. <coughs> There's my French uh, Russian again. All right. So we do the love. Um... Baguettes up the ass, croissants up the ass. We got croissants all over the place. You know, I think I think we're all liking it. We're all liking Paris to a certain degree. I, I liked it. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll go at the very tail end of this podcast debacle if I ever get through this trip. What my favorite city was on this on this tour of dirt bags. Um, but you know, it, it was fine. Eiffel Tower, the Louvre. We saw the Arc de Triomphe, Champ de Lisee. That's the hell. All right, my son wanted to go to Champ de Lisee. If you don't know anything about shopping, if you don't know anything about fucking uh, the beauty industry or the fashion world, Paris is one of them, right? Top three, probably. What is it? Uh, uh, fucking, uh, L- would LA be one? I don't know. I, don't, I know Paris is. Was Monaco? I don't, see, I don't even fucking know. I know London's a hub, but I know Paris is a big fucking hub of the fashion industry, right? And Champ de Lisee is like the goddamn Beverly Hills or Rodeo Drive of, of Los Angeles, right? Uh, I've heard about it before, but if that's all it is, and we're like, oh, we're there. Oh, but oh, before this, I forgot about this. This is why I got to take better notes. We stop at a, like a roadside little cafe, busy area, busy street. We're kind of just walking around. We're getting tired. It's not so hot, but it, we're just getting tired. So all right, let's get to sit down and get a drink. So my wife gets a fucking glass of wine for like five euros, four euros. I get a fucking nine dollar beer. I got to start drinking more wine. It's like a nine euro beer. And this lady comes out. This nice uh, uh, African American. Now, now she can't be African American. This black lady, black French lady, French French blackie. Uh, that was bad. Sorry. I'll erase that. Rewind. Uh, this is a this, this, uh, uh, this, this black woman uh, waitress. Maybe she's not black. I don't know. Uh, but she comes and serves. It. I'm like, ah, do you guys? I'm like looking at the menu right by the door. She's like, oh, sit anywhere. Sit anywhere. She doesn't speak very good English, of course. We can't fucking speak French. I'm like, oh, beer. What kind of beer do you have? You know, I was trying to do my best. And she's like, oh, Budweiser. No, 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 I don't want Budweiser. And it's okay, Budweiser. She fucking brings me a goddamn. I think I'm drinking on the city streets of Paris, the most romantic city in the world. Looking, you know, I could see the Arc de Triomphe in the distance. I'm like, oh, wow, we're in Paris. We're sitting at this cafe. My wife has, has having this wine. I'm drinking a fucking Budweiser. And she brings it out. I'm like, I think this is fucking Budweiser. I just spent 10 euros for a goddamn glass of Budweiser. It was a good. Yeah, <coughs> that was fine. But it's like, uh, I don't want to do that again. So the, the language barrier is starting to get us at this point. But then we drink that. I don't know if we tipped. I can't remember because uh, I was pissed. I got a Budweiser. But we just we found Champ de Lisee, and it's like the tail end of the day. We want to eat. It's like getting a little bit later now. It's getting towards like our legs are getting tired. We've been out all day. I've seen fucking uh, porcelain dicks. You know, I've had baguettes shoved up, shoved up my dick hole the whole night, uh, all day long. You know, I want to let's just go sit somewhere, sit somewhere, and then figure out the rest of the evening. So, but we, my son's, oh well, I, I'm in Paris. I have to get something for my girlfriend. I'm like, oh, 
And he wants to get her fucking uh, uh, perfume from, um, uh, what's the fucking French person? Estee Lauder? Uh, Chanel? Chanel! I think that's it. I don't know. Uh, he, he, but we're going down Champs-Élysées, and that's all it is. It's just like, I'm in America again. It's just fucking store after store. It's like an outdoor mall, basically. One big road of just fucking shops and stores and people shopping. And that's where you see, like, the... Supposedly the glamour tits and all these other things. And then we have to spend a lot of time in a fucking... I'm, I'm standing outside just stewing. I'm like, can we just fucking get the fuck out of here? I'll start drinking wine, all right? I'll start fucking drinking wine. Can we just leave? So we got the Chanel. Oh! All right, I'll end of this. I forgot about this. After, after the Louvre. All right, I'm all over the place. I know, my notes suck. After the Louvre, we go, finally, we did get like a quintessential, actually sitting on the corner... Uh, cafe, and we're walking after the Louvre. We're all cultured up, you know. We're all fucking picturing old like fourteen hundred tits and dicks, and you know, we're, oh, they're pretty. They're pretty small. I, mean, I feel good about myself. And fucking David Aphrodite had a small dick, uh, or Aphrodite had small tits. I don't know. My wife's feeling good, good about her tits. I'm feeling good about my genitals. My my kids are like probably uh, uh, culture shocked right now with all the dicks and pit and tits they just saw. Uh, um, but we find this cafe, I can't remember the name of it, La Passienne or some shit. Le whatever it's called. So we sit there, and we're like, ah, it's a nice, this is it. This is like the quintessential, just, there's little tables, little chairs right around side, kind of curved around uh, the ed- edge of this busy sort of narrow street. There's me, me, there's little mopeds going by, there's people with fucking, you know, mustaches that they're twirling and go, you know, playing accordion. And that's not actually happening, but it's like the quintessential what you think of Paris. When you close your eyes and you picture Paris, and when you get away from like the burlesque shows and the tassel tits and all this other stuff, you kind of this is what you would think. A road, like a, a sidewalk cafe is what I'm looking for. That's the, that's the, that's the, that's the picture. All right. And we sit down. We don't know who our servers are. Can we sit? And the server comes out. They don't have like fucking Applebee's gear. They don't have any like swag or what do they call it? Uh, I don't, I forget what they call it in fucking uh, office space, but uh, flare. Yeah, flare. They don't have any flare. It's just a dude in like regular clothes. Oh, he's like talking to me. And we're looking at the menu. I'm like, ah, oh, crook madame. That sounds good. I don't know what the fuck that is. Uh, I, I'm not doing any research here. My son is doing the Google Translate, taking a picture on his phone, and the menu kind of comes up. <coughs> and it sounds pretty good. I can, I can make out some things. Okay, some ham, some cheese, an egg. I understand that. Oh, fr- some pommes frites. I understand there's some french fries. You know, and then my wife orders wine. I order another $12 beer. You know, and there's, there's these, like, younger guys from, it sounds like uh, London or from UK sitting next to us. They're talking. And then I get, okay, I get the crook madame. My son orders a crook madame. My my wife again fucking charcuterie she orders like a cheese and bread plate we get my daughter i can't remember some noodles or some shit um but it's fine it's fine we're all cramped there it's very tight and of course who sits right next to me who sits right next to me like where i could sit not right next to me but like it's so tight there you can you can't like wiggle room your way through a table without fucking just like cocksplaining yourself through the through the narrow gap like if I got up and walked through one table from the next, I'd have my, my I'd be crotch level with my son's head or the girl who sat next to him's head. And this is the hottest girl that I saw so far. She's in France, right? She's sitting right there. She's smoking a cigarette. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. and I ordered a fucking crook, madame. And I'm just kind of like side eyeing her. I got my sunglasses on. I'm drinking my eighteen dollar beer. My wife's drinking wine. I'm like, just geez, there's a the French girl. There's a the French girl you thought of, Josh. That's the French. That's the French girl of your dreams. That is, a, she's like, she's talking to her other friend who's pretty hot too, but I can't like, I can't twist all the way to the left to look at this one because I'd be creepy. Oh, 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 hey, qu'est-ce que c'est? Yeah, I can't say, oh, comment allez-vous? You know, I can't do that. 
Well, this other one is perfectly like in my creepy side eye. My creepy side eye glance, I'm just looking at her. I'm like, oh. But she's not like, oh, my God, hot. She's just like French hot, you know? So I think once you get into other countries, it becomes like different French. There's like different levels of, a, of culture hot. And this is, this is like the picturesque. And again, she's, not, she's probably just as average. But I'm like, oh, I'm getting harder on the table. My wife's cheese is all over her face. Uh, you know, my daughter's just sitting there playing with fucking napkins or something. My son's eating. I don't know what he's doing. He's on his phone. But we got our crook, madame. And it was good. And this is what I, fuck, I'm already at an hour. Jesus Christ. This is why this podcast is taking off. Because I ramble about nothing. I haven't got through the goddamn Paris yet. Uh, but yeah, we saw it. Uh, just know about this. I, I got to talk about the fucking Jew Betty and, and, and the fucking and the Jew debacle of of relatives. That's the next time. I'll stop there. But crook, madame, just so you know, real quick, a crook, madame is a nice long piece of like sheep herder bread, and they have like ham on it with a bunch of melted cheese on top with an egg with like a, 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 a what's the topsy turvy egg? What the fuck's that? Uh, uh, sunny side up, sunny side up egg. You put the, it's really good. So, but a difference between croque madame and a croque monsieur. The croque madame is open, like a woman's soul. So it's an open-faced sandwich. But the croque monsieur is a closed-faced sandwich, like a, like a man's heart. Do you see the difference there? Croque madame, open, her pussy, her ovary, is there for the taking. A man is closed off, so he must unzip his pants. His uh, uh, tailored Champs-Élysées Chanel pants. All right. I'll talk to you guys next time when we talked about the Jews, Jew Betty, and the Jewish debacle and the legacy of Hebrews.